This is GamesAtWork.biz, your weekly podcast about gaming, technology, and play. Your hosts are Michael Martin, Andy Piper, and Michael Rowe. The thoughts and opinions on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests alone and are not the opinions of any organization which they have been, are, or may be affiliated with. This is episode 434, Breaking Virtual Bricks. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Today is Friday, which is the day that we record this wonderful show called GamesAtWork.biz. And I am happy to be here with my friend and co-host, Andy Piper. Andy, how are you? Hello, Michael. How are you? Yes, it's been uh, been a couple of weeks since I've seen your lovely face, and uh, I'm glad to be back. And I know before the show, you were showing me shinies. I've got all the shinies. I've got, uh, in the last space of the last 10 days, I've received my long-awaited Panic Playdate console, very uh, cool. Which is the little yellow one with the e the e paper type e ink kind of LCD type screen, and the crank, which is cool. Yeah. And I've got the watch uh, nine. I've upgraded from the six. Uh, that's been with me about a week now. And yeah, as we started, we switched on our Skype session here today. I literally live unboxed my iPhone 15 Pro because that arrived today. So nice. And, and I think shiny. it's gone wrong. I think it's it's in the process of trying to trying to finish a transfer from my old phone, but both of them are now saying that you've got to use the other one to finish. So I think it's <laughs> we're at some kind of lock locking, you know, situation going on. Very cool. I mean, not cool on the locking situation, but yeah, uh, you know, you just have you tried turning it off and back on again? I I'm, I might. I, I I think if I do that, it might break everything, but I think I'm going to have to because this is not going well right now. Uh, <laughs> I plugged it into USB-C, which was weird, by the way, uh, to charge it, the new one. And uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. It just keeps locking itself and then saying continue on your other phone, which and the other one says finish on your new phone. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's It reminds me of the, what was it, the meaning of life uh, where they have the... The guy with the funky long arms, and he's doing over there. Oh yes. <laughs> so my new one has now said it needs a software update. Uh, um, I cancelled it on my old one. Well, the good news is because of all the shinies, you've had such a great experience today. <laughs> so much, so much fun setting things up all fresh and new. <laughs> there have definitely been no cross-device problems. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, so uh, obviously, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been together and a couple of weeks since we've done a show. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the, the other Michael's unavailable this week. He, I think he's out next week, too. Well, the good news is that for the two weeks that we weren't, uh, I, I haven't seen you, uh, and, and the gap we've had to, to build up links, the internet stopped and there's been no news. Nothing happened. Nothing happened on, <laughs> in the world on the internet for the last two weeks. Uh, actually, obviously, I mean, we started talking about your shinies and, and one of the first articles we've got really is, uh, from, uh, Craig Hockenberry. Yes. Uh, and, um, you said you hadn't noticed this issue on your watch. And I said, I noticed it immediately. What's the issue? The, the issue that I'm talking about is from the article, and now I'm having strange things going on on my machine, uh, which is really about the timer app. Right. 
So the timer app on the watch then. So how frequently do you use it? Because I obviously do not use it often enough to have not noticed it in the last five to seven days I've had the watch on my wrist that the user interface has changed in, in, in watchOS 10. Uh, so I use the timer app a lot. Um, and and what they have done is, uh, and, and I understand the design that they've done, right? So they've, they've tried to make it so that it will remember your most recent timers, okay. surface, those, surface those first. Right. Okay. Um, and they've, they've tried to be a little cute in, in the timer app when they sh- show things that they actually show you kind of a, um, to me, it reminds me of the old Swiss clocks, the, okay. the big clocks with the, yeah. all the little second marks all the way around. Right. And so you get uh, a list of those and it's the time minutes, hours, minutes, and seconds, or just minutes and seconds mm-hmm. with that text in the center and the hashes all the way around. Okay. The old design was a textual representation yes. in a standard button yeah. that would give you the same information. Yeah. Now, uh, as a person of a certain age, <laughs> uh, and this is the point that Craig makes, is as the text got smaller and the yeah. design gets smaller, it yeah. requires an additional level of cognitive load to distinguish between 01 well, colon oo and one o colon oo so, in that little circle so 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 this is my so i get what you're saying and uh i do occasionally use the timer when i'm cooking but uh, which is the example he, he uses here uh, i haven't probably haven't in the last week myself because because of the way that life has been we've been out or doing other things so i i, I did however notice that when i set up the watch when you start your Apple device for the new new Apple device after before, I think it even asks you, do you want to transfer from the other one? It, I think it's the second screen after it asks you which country you're in. Um, it says, what text size do you like? And I noticed myself on the watch, at least choosing the bigger moving, one, moving that slider over and increasing the size of it. Uh, certainly bigger than it was. And of course I've got that extra one millimeter of screen real estate now. Oh, that's huge. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I haven't, I, I did do the same, had the same setup walkthrough on the phone. Uh, and I, I've left it as it was at the smaller option. But anyway, I can totally understand the well, arguments it, it's, that are being it's made. It's more here. of that because before it was a single line with the full time in it. Now it is yeah. two circles next to each other. So not only did you lose size because it's, it's inside of a circle, Instead of a a rounded rectangle, but it's two next to each other. And then thirdly, on the timer itself, the most important thing is is the time, not the word done. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so they've put that done, the big bold in the center. Mm. Uh, So I I think they're working through a design shift in how they want to present the information. To me, at one level, it's going back a little bit more skeuomorphic mm. than just well, the text. I have it's not another, quite skeuomorphic. I have another observation, actually, which relates to the Google side of the world, if we can mm-hmm. divide the world into two halves like that. And that is the good that, guys and the bad guys. 
that my mother, who has a Google, uh, who has a Pixel phone, um, oh. fre- frequently struggles with setting uh, calendar um, reminders and dates because that is using some kind of rotary, uh, circular rotary interface rather than, you know, the rolls of numbers, mm-hmm, dials mm-hmm. of numbers you get on the iPhone. It's trying to, it puts kind of a clock face and then expects you to be able to move the hand of the clock to the time. It's more than just watch because uh, what what we have is one of the really cool features that was released in iOS 17 is, was it personal voice is what yes. it's called. And, you know, between Dice by P, uh, by P, you know, PCALC and Dice and all the stuff that he's done and the guys at Carrot Weather, uh, those are the two apps that I look for to try out the new stuff immediately on release date. Right. And, and so what uh, Carrot Weather has released is the ability for the the snarky voice uh, in the weather app to use your own personalized voice. That's and I knew weird. you were setting up the voice earlier this week. I, I have set it up, but me too. I've, I it took me some time before I could figure out how to test that, and I've only tested it yeah. using the triple triple press on the power button to bring up live uh, to give you the option to do live text, and I and it's done short sentences with that. I do have carrot. I've got the the premium edition of Kara and I haven't yep, same here. figured out I haven't figured out how to set that yet. So we'll get get it to well, speak, I said it. speak weather to me. I said it. Okay. <laughs> and it does. And it's really weird. <laughs> because uh, so, so so when I was setting up the personal voice, um, you know, I was trying to be kind of non emotional. Mm-hmm reading all the sample sentences and I did it over the course of a couple of weeks, uh, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there. I didn't want to sit down there for, cause it takes about 20 minutes to do yeah. the full set. Uh, and, and, and so it does sound like me, but it sounds yeah. like a little bit of a Mr. Spock version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because of the pausing and the, and the lack of, uh, yeah, re- regular intonation. It's, mm-hmm. it's difficult. I did try to put a bit of excitement or interest into my voice with some of the phrases. Cause I felt like they well, that's were looking the, for that. Exactly. Yeah. But, the, uh, the phrases were, you know, exclamation points, commas, you know, stuff that would require a pause or a question, you know, they raise at the end of the word. Um, but what I was thinking would be really cool with this though, is because you can share that voice pattern. Right. It'd be when I see my parents next time, give them my voice and put it on. Well, I thought I was thinking of sending you my voice so that you could just re-edit whatever I'd said in the podcast that you didn't like (laughs) into something that was acceptable to you or just fix all the audio problems from our audio dropping out continuously while we record this episode. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, have you played with what is it, Mac Whisperer? No, Mac Whisperer. Oh, I know the one you mean. Yeah, the one that the the OpenAI thing that, or well, the thing that connects to OpenAI. Am I right? Yeah. It it it, it is a local audio to text converter. Local. And I've actually runs. Yeah. So it runs again okay. locally on your machine. Doesn't connect. Uh, uses one of the models, and I can't remember which one. It it may be. Uh, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter which model it uses. Um, and uh, I have run episodes through it, and it's about eighty eighty five percent accurate. So so we need to just reverse that 
Well, actually, I can give you that. You take your local audio file, which doesn't have the dropouts. I'll take my right. local audio file, which doesn't have its dropouts. We'll <laughs> edit the text together. <laughs> and then we'll re-render well, it out in, using personal voice. Oh, or something like that. Yeah. Or something yeah, like we that. We could try. We could try. <laughs> we could try. So, so if so you check out. If you're interested in what's new in the new version of all of them, the Apple operating systems, well, specifically iOS and iPadOS, then as usual, Mac Stories has their very, very, very in-depth uh, piece um, covering, going into detail on, on all of these things. Um, Sonoma just came out this week as well, the new macOS uh, operating system. But as uh, Michael Martin likes to remind us, this is not an Apple podcast. We are going yeah. to talk about two two more Apple things, uh, at least a couple more Apple things. So I think, um, which were posts on Mastodon. So yes. first of all, with great USB C power comes the ability to plug in great new massive hard drives. So uh, <laughs> somebody's designed a three uh, D print uh, that you can uh, create a clip for the back of your iPhone and uh, plug into, uh, basically plug a Samsung SSD onto the back. Um, I am definitely going to try this. <laughs> I, I've I only just got the phone. Less. Uh, I've only just got the phone, but I do use those Samsung portable SSD drives for other things. So it seems like a good idea. And I did not upgrade to the phone with the largest possible storage because I didn't anticipate taking loads of spatial video, but that may change. Um, the other post we have, which I think kind of takes us into the second half of our show, is from Christian yes. Selig, who folks will remember as a very well-known developer. He uh, built the Apollo uh, client for Reddit before Reddit uh, unceremoniously threw him and all the other developers under the bus. And he pivoted when when Apollo was, was uh, shut down a while ago to create something called Pixel Pals, which is a little like a, a Nico Cat type thing that lives in your uh what's it called this thing that i've got now got access to the magic island the dynamic island called. dynamic island i am not tried tried this yet but uh he's got pixel pals 2 uh, for, for ios 17 so that looks fun yeah and but this is actually even more powerful right because it's not just dynamic islands anymore it's now in an interactive widget Ooh. Ooh, okay. so so okay. you can use it on phones that don't have dynamic island. I assumed when when we talked about it and you sent me an invitation, I assumed that I would have to have to wait for the dynamic island, and I misunderstood completely. Yeah, yeah, this is this is pretty amazing. Uh, I I I did install it, um, and I've been waiting to have have somebody over there that I can play with. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. So, well. Speaking of dynamic things, is that yes. a good transition? Yeah, I, I think so too. Why not? Uh, <laughs> there's people, a, people, uh, people that are people that are karate experts are particularly dynamic. I, I think you'll agree. Yes. yes, I do. And 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 some of them live on islands. No, 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 that's not it. <laughs> Very large islands in that case. Yeah. Large islands, yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, I, I can't I think it was the beginning of last week, middle of last week, uh, uh, PC Gamer put out an article on a new documentary uh, about the making of uh, a video game. And mm. I can never pronounce it correctly because to me, my brain just reads karate. And I know it's not called karate. It's karateka. I right. think. 
Uh, and you and I, before the show, were both talking about we thought we both had played it or a knockoff uh, version so, or a similar version of it I said, young. I said to you that when I was looking at the screenshots, it reminded me of a game that I used to play back in the 80s on the 8-bit platforms called Yi Ar Kung Fu. And there was mm-hmm. a, there was also a, um, there was also a, an arcade cabinet around that time as well. And I've just looked this up on Wikipedia because I was curious. I have not come across Karateka. Having said that, in 1984, I was not a an Apple uh, user, so this was a game for the Apple II from 1984, and it does look remarkably like. And Yeo Kung Fu gets called out. Uh, in the same Wikipedia article, a first paragraph as as one game that came out around the same time. So it does look really interesting. Yeah, I yeah, don't this, remember playing this, it, but if, to, to me, again, right around the same time, um, there was a a cabinet at, in the in the mm. student center on campus um, mm. that was a karate game where you would go through a set of of opponents. Uh, right. And that's exactly what I thought it was because the graphics looked the same. Yeah. yeah. And I just yeah. remember my, my move was a forward kick and then a spinning back kick. <laughs> so this is so this is a, a documentary that's been released on Steam. Yeah. On Steam, which I thought Car- was cool. Car- well, it is cool, but um, it also reminds me that there have been a lot of documentaries um, in the last few years, either that have focused on sort of the broad industry in the 80s or early 90s um, in a particular field Um, but also there's been a couple that have been making of specific games or specific uh, genres uh, not genres series of games so uh, I I need to to go back and and dig around I've definitely got a couple of documentaries either that I've backed on Kickstarter or that um, I had access to through other channels from YouTube or whatever uh, lately, but this does look really interesting, and I'd be curious to uh, have a look at it. What surprised yeah, this you... on Steam? This is it, this is it, yeah, it's sixteen seventy five pounds. I'm not really sure whether I really want to pay for it uh, to, to 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 get the to watch the the video. I and that's not to say that I don't think I should have to pay for things because right? I totally do, do except that. But that that's, that's more than going to the theater and watching a movie. Right, right, right. Right. And, you know, I, I do invest quite a lot on Steam these days, especially with the Steam Deck. But, yeah, I think I'll give this one a miss for the moment. But it also because it wasn't a game that specifically I, I played. Yeah. Yeah. Did did you watch the Tetris movie? Not yet. No, no. It's that's oh. on my list on Apple, Apple TV. Now that's on my list. To, I, to I, take I a look highly at. recommend it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, well, cool. Um yeah, so so if if you remember the game, why don't you uh, you know comment on the show notes uh, for this episode and let us know what your favorite part mm-hmm. was. If you don't remember it and you played a different game in the same style, let us know what that sh- game was because um, I think that would be kind of interesting. You get a kind of a history of uh, karate games from the 1980s. Yeah, and we also know that we've got listeners from different parts of the world. So um, if there were similar or different games around that time that you remember, it would be really interesting. Because as I mentioned, I very clearly remember this game, Yi Kung Fu. And uh, uh, and it was on 8-bit platforms and the, the, the Karateka was, was not ported to. So that's quite interesting to mm. me. Coming, well, Jumping all of... the way forward to the future. Though, yeah. 
to the future, right? To I mean, the future. You know, well, future and current time, really. Um, we've got a well, couple of Now is the future uh, compared things. to then. That's right. So uh, there's a new headset coming out that you're really excited about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, there was a whole conference about it you know, last week or beginning of this week, right? The, the, the MetaQuest 3. Yeah, you put your pre-order in, I guess, already. Uh, you can guess that, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, one of the stories that you, that you obviously added to the show notes here, and, and I had yes. seen, but I, 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 my immediate reaction when I saw the headline was, uh, is that I, I, I thought I'd the, get a full meh out of you, not just uh, a yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> maybe is that it's going to let you play a game called Lego Brick Tales. Um, I, I was, I confess that the thing that I most made me eh was the fact that the headlines all referred to Lego in the plural with an S, <laughs> and that I guess got angry at that point and stopped reading. Um, but the yeah, point I've, here I've, being, I've, I've seen that reaction from you and Michael before. <laughs> the, 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 the the point here being that this is a Lego Brick Tales is a game that is out now has been out for yes. at least a year or so maybe two uh, you've had the opportunity to interact with it through AR I think possibly on iOS in the past but certainly it's had other outings uh, so I'm not that excited I do think that Meta's being smart to connect to the gaming piece, continue to connect to the gaming piece and appeal to people that potentially are interested in Lego, for example, with with the Quest 3. I haven't seen enough about the Quest 3 to think that, you know, it's super, super exciting compared to the Quest 2. I'm still happy with the Quest 2. I occasionally pull it out and put it on and play a thing. There's some stuff that they've done in Quest 2 this week that's been interesting. For example, running that event and enabling you to go and look at it and see people's legs. I was about to say uh, and legs. Horizon Worlds. <laughs> but, well, uh, I, yeah. My, my, my reaction, because I, I don't have a MetaQuest and I don't plan on getting one, um, is that and, and and I saw that it was brick tails, uh, but my first reaction based off of the headlines was, oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make this because there was an article this week that Lego was having some problems with, with using their recycled plastics that they wanted to do. Mm, yeah. Um, and and uh, so maybe this was going to be their sustainability play. And then I then I went down the path of, God, it would be such a pain to try to build Lego things without actually having Lego, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and then I saw them trying to control and and the graphics of what they could build in Lego um, Lego Brick World Land Tales Lego Brick World uh, Land Yeah, and, and I was sitting there going, God, that would be just tedious and painful to try to build, mm. you know, like the space shuttle or the Death Star or whatever. Right? It'd just be horrible. So I was going to get your take since you do have the MetaQuest. Uh, uh, if you thought, if you could imagine yourself building any significant Lego uh, piece inside no, of a VR environment, know, I think it's interesting, but I'm not that excited about the idea. So um, no, probably not. So the other part about gaming this week um, that came out was there was a story a couple of weeks ago on the change from Unity on how they were going to do their pricing. Mm. And they immediately had a huge blowback. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, because we're a, you know, a family-friendly show, I won't give the title of the, the, the article. Uh, but let's say it does rhyme with FUBAR. <laughs> yeah, Venture Beat um, has written about this in, 
this has been back and forth for the last few weeks, as you say. Uh, they they made a big change, uh, announcement about changing the the pricing model and access model, and basically saying that even if you you're going to have to uh, charge, even if um, it's a free you know free, or you're going to get charged per seats, even if it's a, a free trial type install, um, and yeah, they've gone backwards and forwards on it a couple of times and sort of tweaking the announcement and tweaking things. But the point here is that they made a unilateral, announced unilateral change with no kind of warning and upset the community to such a point that before they could even start to backpedal, people were, you know, burning down their entire development shops and changing across to open source alternatives. It was one of those moments in software and, and technology and in any kind of relationship where something is so serious and hard to cut, you know, that, that it breaks the trust right away and they're going to have to rebuild that. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be really difficult. I can tell. Well, the, the the last article we have time to talk about, and and I, I found this one just because of the subject matter of the game. Uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Expanse. Mm. Uh, I've I've I enjoyed all the series on uh, I think it was on Amazon Video. Uh, I've been reading, going back and reading the books that they're based mm-hmm. off of, uh, and and enjoying that. And uh, the studio. Telltale Games, which evidently yes. has gone through a couple of different <clears throat> iterations and and things since 2018, yes. um, has come out with or is coming out, I should say, with a uh, an Expanse game, and uh, I'm I'm really excited about this. But I wanted to just kind of get your perspective on this. What what did you think, and did you play a lot of Telltale Games? I have played the uh, the Life is Strange uh, series, although I think they took over the Life is Strange series rather than being the originators of it. I have uh, I thought that they also did a Batman series at some point. I'm going to check on so. that reference because I definitely played. If that's the case, I definitely played yeah Batman the Telltale series. So I did play the Batman episodic uh, adventure. That was that was good. I was aware of the Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us ones that they were they they had around the same time, but I did not mm-hmm. uh, did not did not play them because I wasn't really uh, watching either the, the the Walking Dead show, for example. Similarly, I, I I haven't watched The Expanse, but I you've spoken highly of it many times, and therefore I know it must be a a, a good show and an environment and, a, and an atmosphere uh, worth experiencing. So, I, I think the story about Telltale itself, though, I mean, they they basically went into bankruptcy in two, 2018 and they've had to be sort of rebuilt. Uh, it's uh, it's really remarkable. I thought that I honestly thought Telltale had gone away. Um, I was somewhat surprised to see that this is a thing that's happening. So yeah, should be should be interesting. Glad that you've got something to get you excited. And hopefully our listeners are excited about this show and so much so that they want to go and uh, rate us on your favorite podcatcher so others can find the show. We've had a rating on Spotify. We really appreciate that. Uh, thank you for yep. uh, listening to us and, uh, and you know, whether click, whether you're clicking the number of stars or you're leaving a review, then we really appreciate your uh, time and attention. Thank you. And we'll see everybody in another week. All right, then. See ya. Bye. You 
you've been listening to GamesAtWork.biz, the podcast about gaming technology and play. We are part of the Blueberry Podcasting Network and would like to thank the band Random Encounters for their song, Big Blue. You can follow us on Twitter at GamesAtWork underscore biz or at our website at GamesAtWork.biz. Thank you.